Have you checked out the new Brian Nichols Show collection over at Proud Libertarian? Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash shop and you can grab some amazing Liberty swag that will definitely help pique some interest from our good ideas don't require force snapbacks, Alexa overthrow the government t-shirts, question everything mugs, and of course our ever popular don't hurt people, don't take people's stuff bumper sticker. The Brian Nichols Show shop over at Proud Libertarian has all the Liberty swag you need. And hey, if you're looking for more awesome Liberty apparel, check out the rest of the amazing Proud Libertarian store while you're over there. And be sure to use code TBNS at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. That's right, 10% off your entire order from Proud Libertarian, including everything over at the Brian Nichols Show shop. And all you have to use is code TBNS at checkout. One more time, head to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop and check out the brand new Brian Nichols Show store over at Proud Libertarian and use code TBNS at checkout for 10% off your entire order. We can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that are, we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C level executives to help them future proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that piques interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. (laughs) Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Friday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us on, yes, of course, another fun-filled episode. And today we have a returning guest. I'm so excited to have him on the program. Good friend, Kenny Cody. He's returning to the program. And yes, the overarching theme, as you will hear as we're discussing Afghanistan, Ron Paul was right. Yes, Ron Paul was right. Ron Paul had 30,000 or so tweets back here earlier this week. Scott Horton was trending on Twitter. People are starting to ask more questions, but people are starting to realize, yeah, maybe Ron Paul was in fact right. So Kenny discusses the the narrative right now that we're hearing from many of those in the more neocon camp. And uh, really, what is the response to those in the non interventionist camp a great conversation discussing all things right now foreign policy afghanistan and yes ron paul being right so with that being said onto the show kenny cody returning to the brian nichols show hey brian how are you brother glad to see your show's doing well i'm glad to be back on kenny so great to have you back my friend and and yes as i mentioned it, it you were my literal first person i had in the show and we did uh, the new video iteration of the program and my my friend we have seen just the show's been blowing up here uh, on YouTube. I, I, I'm, you know, pleasantly surprised. I didn't think it would actually be something we would get some, some actual traction with. But then I look over at the downloads also, and I think it's having a correlation there as well. And Kenny, I gotta say, it's gotta be, must be something with you joining the program here to get us launched off. It was a good starting off point. But my friend, you've been busy as well. I, I have here on the YouTube, uh, folks can see scrolling up across the bottom of the, the page all your accolades and all the things you've been staying busy with your Cock County GOP chair. Uh, you also, um, and you just had some new announcements. So I don't want to spoil the announcements. Kenny, what's been happening in your circle there? You've been very busy. Talk to us. 
Well, man, I mean, I started a new job at uh, Cosby High School here in East Tennessee, uh, teaching economics and an English course. Uh, glad to be back at my alma mater. Um, as well, I uh, joined a new project. So we have uh, me and the executive board of the uh, Tea Party Project, which is a, um, which is a, hold on, my camera went out. Um, which is a project that dedicated to uh, having liberty-centered conservatives elected in the United States, similar to what uh, the unfortunate Lincoln Project has done and similar to what the Boomult Moose Project has done on the populist right. Um, the liberty right wanted a sort of a response to that, and uh, I have joined that project as representative at large, sort of a political affairs uh, advisor, um, and I'm excited to help a project and a grassroots movement to help elect liberty-centered Republicans, as we see less and less of those these days, and elect some more, you know, similar to what YAL does with Young Americans for Liberty uh, for knocking doors and things like that. We want to help fundraise money and, uh, you know, give some attention, well-deserved attention to some liberty-centered conservatives. So I'm happy to be a part of that group and hopefully it grows a lot moving forward. Look at you. Look at you, Kenny. You're you're making it happen, man. And this is what we talk about, right? You can, you can either A, be someone who just yells and complains or B, be someone who does get involved and you're getting involved in the GOP, which I dare say good, good, good for you. Like you're going in the belly of the beast. It's, it's an uphill battle, but you're fighting the good fight. And to the point we see Liberty Republicans have won. It's it's you, you can't deny it anymore. You see New Hampshire. They're one of the most free states. And that's almost entirely due to the free state project, taking a entirely Liberty based approach to politics platform uh, or, or rather a, uh, party be damned that is with liberty-based republicans i think the speaker of the house in new hampshire is, is a self-avowed rothbardian so i mean come on like you can do this we can get liberty republicans into office and i dare say kenny right now it's more important than ever that we have liberty-based republicans who need to be speaking up setting the narrative straight especially with all that's going on in the world we're recording here today on the uh, the 17th, the Tuesday as it airs on, on this Friday. So who knows what's going to happen between now and Friday as we record. But we're currently watching over in the Middle East, Afghanistan. After 20 years, uh, we are leaving Afghanistan. But of course, with it uh, hastily removing ourselves from the, the region and things going into absolute chaos. So, Kenny, we need to have some Liberty Republicans at least being out there and helping Dare I say, go back to the words that we heard from one Ron Paul back in 2011, right? When he was saying we should be out of uh, out of Afghanistan, we should march in just like we marched out. Yeah, I mean, I think the four words that can reign true, no matter what kind of president we have, no matter what kind of House representative speaker we have, what kind of majority we have in the Senate, Ron Paul was right. And, run, and that phrase can be said over and over and over and over and over and over again about nearly every single issue from 2008 on. Um, to me, I'm glad to see a lot of Republicans disagreeing with the withdrawal tactics and the withdrawal of the Biden administration delaying uh, President Trump's desired date of May 1st. Um, you know, there was really no reason for Biden to do this now. Right. Like there's no real reason to withdraw troops in the midst of the of wartime, what they call the war spring or the war season in the Middle East. When times are as dangerous and areas are as dangerous as war zones as they can be at any point in the year, for what reason that Biden delayed uh, President Trump's withdrawal date, I'll never really know. Um, but the point is, we never should have who'd have been there as long as we were. We shouldn't have been in Iraq in the first place when 9-11 happened and we went over there to uh, combat Saddam Hussein. But instead of, you know, we went to Afghanistan a lot later um, and we accomplished our goal rapidly 
but yet we stayed there for 20 years. Look, I understand that we protect the Afghani people and we have to protect the Afghani people from Taliban, but we are not the world police and we should be the world police in the Middle East as well. Uh, if anybody feels more sorry for the Afghan people at, at right now, the Afghanistani people right now, it's me. I do. I, I hate seeing the videos and the images coming from Afghanistan as we move on. But the problem is this th- these things would not have been happening if there were certain tactics and, t- and certain specifics that would have been combated and done during this withdrawal. And what was the point of delaying? For months and months and months, from May till September, what was the point of delaying if there was no plan in place? Okay, there's really no reason that there for this withdrawal to happen if there wasn't going to be specifics put in place to why the delay happened. Okay, so yes, I Ron Paul was right, Donald Trump was right, Rand Paul is right, and to an extent, Joe Biden is not wrong for withdrawing troops from Afghanistan. Where what Joe Biden pretty much messed up was these partisan politics in saying, well, we're just going to delay this date because Donald Trump said that this date is proper. That's insane to say uh, to keep we are now sending more troops back to Afghanistan, 6,000 to 10,000 troops back to Afghanistan to help evacuate the region, help evacuate the embassy, help Afghan citizens find refuge. Why wasn't this being done the last few months? This just proves that Liberty Republicans like Rand Paul arrived, that not only should we have got out in May, but we should have got out beforehand, too. So right now there's a, a big push, I would say, and we're seeing it right now on the, the mainstream news to look at what's happening as is a just absolute failure which let's address yes it, it has been handled as an absolute failure and that's entirely on the biden administration they completely bungled this and and yet it's important i think that we we do not you know miss up you know and this is why it's important for us to have this conversation we don't conflate the two you you can't go in saying well you know, this wouldn't happen if we had stayed. No, this this was going to likely happen. And 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 here's the the dirty secret is that this is beyond a a you know argument of should we have left now? Should we have left six months earlier? Should we have left six months later? This is an overarching problem that we need to address, and that is we need to stop going over into places that aren't within the parameters of the fifty geographic united states Absolutely. now we can we can argue about national defense which hey what's the libertarian uh, logo it, it's a little porcupine right because we firmly believe in in self-defense ask a libertarian and I'm, I'm gonna almost guarantee that they're probably some of the most you know pro 2a folks you'll find so we have the ability, we have the capabilities within the, the military we have for being you know, absolutely you know, defend, able to defend ourselves. We have two natural defensive barriers on either side of us. We're you know, incredibly blessed having those two oceans there. And, and the fact that we have been for the past how many years now, Kenny, overseas doing something, whether it's decades right whether it's it's going in saying that we're trying to um you know help people trying to to instill democracy instill freedom and liberty the words that we would either be empathetic towards or at least be a little warm towards as americans right you know you hear those words and you're thinking well yeah we we celebrate that every july 4th right shouldn't we let other people experience that firsthand but i think we have to also stop being so arrogant as americans not everywhere in the world lives like america and i think we're seeing that right now as we're seeing the videos coming from afghanistan the rest of the world isn't like 
America. And and Kenny, I think it's also important for us to really recognize the privilege we have, not as, as, as you know, different classes of citizens in America, but just being Americans, the virtue of being Americans. And I'll, I'll end with this and I'll turn it back over to you. There are people literally hanging on to a jumbo plane from the United States military that were falling thousands of feet in the air because they were just trying to get onto that plane to, to leave Afghanistan, to come to America. Just context. You, you need to, to really understand when you go out and you complain about the things you see in the world, there are people who are doing anything, trying to get to America to escape real oppression, real problems that are out there. And, and I think it is important for us to, to lay that out because that is one thing I think Americans, we need to get back to looking at as also, we are very privileged in that respect, just being Americans by that very virtue. So Kenny, back to you, my friend. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go on a monologue there, my friend. Oh, no, you're no, no, you're fine. Um, yeah. I mean, America has been fighting these sorts of needless wars for, I mean, like you said, you can go back decades. I mean, it is it, 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 from the Vietnam War. I mean, we try to nation build and there's a reason that America doesn't have to have aid in nation building is because we have such a firm pillar of freedom, individual liberty and other aspects to go into the American way. The problem right now that we're suffering from is because, like you said, we were there. This was going to happen no matter what we did. Um, the problem about it is, I, you know, you, saw, you talked about how there's, a, there's the logo of the Libertarian Party is of a, of a porcupine, porcupine that defends itself against all attributors, right? So the idea that this sort of delay, right, this withdrawal, you know, forgot about American citizens and the safe withdrawal for American citizens was really my main criticism of, of, the, of the withdrawal. I have no problem with the withdrawal overall. I want to I, I call for the withdrawal. And I think that Trump and others, Rand Paul and Ron Paul have been right for nearly two decades about the withdrawal from Afghanistan and the needless placement of troops in Afghanistan. But right now we're suffering from a, a point where we are sending troops back. We are leaving Americans behind and we needed a better plan to facilitate that. We needed to protect Americans. We need to protect interpreters that we had hired to be Americans to, to act as and with the American military for our defense. Right. So we needed a better plan. And the problem that I really found in the withdrawal overall was that we had no plan. We just said we we're going to withdraw. You know, there's phases that we could have done this in. And, you know, and last September, we, we minimized the amount of troops in both Iraq and Afghanistan because we had a plan, because we had phases. And for some reason, we didn't see this coming. And it, it, September wasn't that far away. And I don't really understand where or what reason there was to delaying the withdrawal. I mean, the sooner to me, to, the sooner we got troops and Americans out of there. And even to the point where we, where we got the Afghan citizens out of there, when we knew the Taliban was going to take over, because like you said, they were going to the Taliban. As soon as the American troops left, the majority of American troops, the Taliban was more than likely going to take over. So the problem that I found find the most with the withdrawal policy was there was no plan in place for a withdrawal policy. The September 11th withdrawal date is literally a month away. It was four weeks away. Why weren't we evacuating the embassies? Why weren't we getting interpreters elsewhere? Why weren't we getting American soldiers out phase by phase by phase so we wouldn't be left to the Taliban, you know, putting soldiers and citizens, American citizens, diplomats in danger? 
the entire point of being an anti-interventionist, as I am, as you are, is to protect, protect American lives. So why weren't we doing that? Why wasn't the Biden administration doing that? And I understand that this, that this is no, a no partisan problem. Let, let, let's not forget that Biden himself voted for a Republican-led Iraqi war effort in the, in, in the 2000s when George W. Bush was president. He voted to invade Iraq. This is a, par, this is a bipartisan problem. You know, there's people on the left, those like Tulsi Gabbard, there's people on the right, those like Rand Paul, who agree with each other that the, the anti-interventionism is the way forward in terms of foreign policy. It's the thing I'm worried about the most, Brian, and I brought this up to my friend Glenn Jacobs. I, I worry that the anti-interventionist mindset looks very bad right now. OK, I, I, and, it, and it's not a bad mindset. I, I hold this mindset and it's one of my, my main priorities in terms of policy. But I hear the interviewer, but I, I'd like to ask you a question and, and just have this conversation. What kind of impression does this give on anti-interventionism? Because when the first anti-interventionist policy that we've seen in decades under any president looks this bad, because it does look very bad. Even if yeah. you're anti-interventionist, this looks horrible. Oh, because- I was just going to say, like from a, an, a political standpoint, from an optics standpoint, this is this is a huge black eye to Biden, um, and especially with the timeline of things. I mean, originally, the whole the whole reason this was pushed back, it looked like was to be a PR stunt. It was going to exactly. be September 11th. You know, look at us 20 years later. We are leaving, you know, Afghanistan, this flourishing democracy. And what, what do we have now, Kenny? Now we have pictures Nothing. of Afghanistan. Right. You know, the Taliban in the palace our embassy completely just gutted and and you see it's it's just going right back to where it was 20 years ago i'm hearing friends who they served over in afghanistan and they're they're literally on social media just saying what did i just do why did i sp- spend so much time so to your question does this make the 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 um anti-intervention argument weaker actually i think Kenny, believe it or not i think to the contrary a lot of those people especially are are seeing that like was this all for nothing fair point and and, and you know what yeah we kind of, and this is the part we have to, to you know kind of be that friend right we have to be the people to say sorry pal yes it, it was unfortunately all for nothing the people who did make out positive from this you know who it was it was raytheon it was halliburton right it, it was those organizations those corporations who were working hand in hand with the government and the mil, it's, I mean, who did Eisenhower tell us to be- beware back in the fifties? The military-industrial complex, and and who made the most money over the past twenty years? The military-industrial complex. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm, I'm. I'm so sad to say this, but I'm. I'm so sad to see my friends had to acknowledge this in mass. That yes, all the sacrifice, the the limbs blown off, that the friends sacrifice. It was for nothing. Um, and and I think that is actually waking a lot of people up. They're saying, point. well, no more than like w- w- no more. We can't keep doing this if if we're just going to send our, our our brothers and sisters overseas to just get blown up, have you know years of of PTSD that they have to now deal with, and and we spend trillions of dollars. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't even comprehend the the number of zeros. Because it's just it, it's so make believe at this point, yeah. and and what do we have to, to show for it? And and this is okay. this is the ultimate argument against government, right? Because this is what happens when you monopolize an entity that has the ability to initiate force, saying it's good doing it on behalf of us, right? 
they they do it with a big old American flag on the side of their vehicles. And 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 that's the image that a lot of little kids are going to see. And that's the image that they're going to see is that American plane flying away. I mean, goodness, Kenny, I, I, I know we talked about this back when uh, uh, we talked about Ron Paul in 2008, talking about blowback. What blowback's going to come from this? And, and you know what? It's not a matter of a, a, a anti-interventionist policy. This is the inevitable outcome of a policy other than perpetual war. And that was the only alternative at this point. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't disagree whatsoever. It, it, it's mainly a criticism of my own party, mainly. Because really, my social media feed is filled with, this is why we shouldn't have left. This is why we should have stayed. We had to protect these people. We had an obligation to protect these people. We have an obligation to protect Americans. We have an obligation to protect our veterans who fought these wars needlessly. We have an obligation to protect our diplomats. And we didn't do that the last 20 years. And that's mainly my message, is why you all think that this is a... Bad thing, and it is, but the bad thing is this would have happened if you did it five years ago, 15 years from now, or 20 years from now. It would have made a difference. Now, I, I have my criticisms, and I, I laid that out in, in my news article, uh, my Newsmax article called Biden's Afghanistan Dissolution. Okay, I understand that the faults of the Biden administration in this policy may have cost us to send more troops back in the first place and that we wouldn't have had to send back if the, if the withdrawal would have been phased better and the policy would have been more nailed down. All that stuff can still be true. But my, I, the only thing I worry about, Brian, is I don't want the Republican Party who, have, who has been going back anti-interventionist over the last four years when Trump was pre-anti-interventionist in terms of foreign policy, at least not putting American lives in, in danger at the very, very, very least. I, I worry. I do. I, I, I worry that the, the Republican Party and the Democrat Party both um, are going to revert back to their interventionist ways. And I'm not saying the part, either party has drifted much far away from it. I think it's been a, a vocal minority, if you will, um, of both parties. But the problem is I'm, I'm worried that, that the Republicans and the Democrats are going to buy that argument. I, mean, I think that they're going to buy that interventionist argument. And, and that's what I'm more worried about. I'm not necessarily saying that the anti-interventionist mindset does look bad right now. It does it to me. It does it to me. I, I, if anything, I wanted the anti-interventionist policy set by the Biden administration to be more nuanced and to be more specific in how they did this so it did not look bad or give these people, these war hawks, the advantage and the argument of we should have stayed there because of the images you're seeing, seeing on your television. I didn't want to give them that. I didn't want to give them that policy. And I think we would be more specifics and more of a nuanced way and phasing of doing this. That wouldn't have happened. But my problem is I don't want neocons and neoliberals to take back foreign policy that we've had for the last four years. We've convinced the, both the right and the left to be anti-interventionist. I don't want to lose that. And I'm worried that because of these failed efforts and because of this failed phase, it's going to go right back. This is why, and I don't mean to, to you know, just fluff the show up, but, but this is why I took such a, a big pivot back in August of – Oh my God, it's been a year. Holy cow. A year at this point uh, where we went four days a week, right? From the once a week. And and we took a complete turn. Instead of just talking to libertarians or talking to pol you know, politicians, we were talking to anyone, you know, specifically those though who are candidates who are running and are actually going to be making the changes. Those who are going to be, uh, you know, the, the, the future. So looking at, you know, our, our, our demographics of, of our future voters, looking at Gen Z, looking at 
the, the folks like uh, the, the people who are hurt by the, the lockdowns, looking at the people who are going to be empathetic to our messaging, like those entrepreneurs and sales professionals. So I said, we need to get better at selling liberty. And the reason being, Kenny, is exactly to the point you're addressing, is that we, we see the problem. This is a great opportunity for the neocon foreign policy to retake the narrative. This is why a solutions-based approach to selling our ideas is so important right now. Now, yes, we talk about doing things more from a a local-based perspective, but if you're having a larger conversation with someone on a grand issue like this, it's going to be more difficult to to offer a, a true tangible solution. You're not in direct control of this at this point. But what you can do is help change their mind and you don't do that by belittling you don't do that by by you know making them feel bad but what you do is by asking better questions and being able to be principled be able to articulate the context the nuance that is needed you can be against going into wars and and in these endless wars while at the same point in time acknowledging that the process of removing troops from afghanistan has been absolutely botched by this administration two things believe it or not, can be true at the same time. I know that's shocking to some folks, but it is true. So with that being said, Kenny, we're already getting close to time. So how about this? Let's go ahead, give you the the, the last uh, final thoughts here for the show. What would you want to make sure you leave the audience with here this week? Just because this has failed, just because this phase and withdrawal has failed does not mean that the anti-interventionist policy is not the preferred one. Anti-interventionism means prioritizing American lives. We just need to be more specific and nuanced about how we do it. Uh, anti-interventionism doesn't mean what's going to look best for PR. It doesn't mean what's going to look best in terms of celebrating when we went there and celebrating and trying to get back at whatever group that we're going to be targeting that this has been 20 years since this has happened. We need to be firm and we need to stand firm on our foreign policy ideas. Anti-interventionism is the way forward. We need to protect American lives and not protect foreign interests or even the American elitist interest in the military industrial complex. We need to be more nuanced about every single policy that defends liberty. And if we do that, we're going to be able to convince more voters and more people to vote for liberty-centered conservatives and liberty-centered individuals to serve in our government so they can stay out of our lives. But just because this has failed, just because this withdrawal has failed. And don't get me wrong. It has. I wrote about it in the article. It, he, Joe Biden and his administration have failed in this withdrawal. We've cost more American lives and put more American lives at risk. We have now have more troops there than we had before. However, that doesn't mean the anti-interventionist policy is a bad one. We need to t- continue prioritizing American lives instead of elitist interests. And if we do that, we're going to be able to have a foreign policy everybody can buy into. And that's, that's my takeaway. We will make sure, by the way, we include that link in the show notes, you can follow him on Twitter at KD Cody TN. Click the uh, the artwork in your podcast catcher. It will bring you to the Brian Nichols Show page, and then you can go ahead check out our our on our episodes page. It'll be a little guest profile button. Click that. It'll bring you right to Kenny's bio. So you can find all of his social media plus all of his bio and uh, some other the work he's been doing. He's a uh, a noted columnist over at Newsmax as well as Town Hall. Kenny, you've been so busy. Any any exciting projects coming down the pike here? 
I, I'll just encourage everybody to follow the Tea Party Project on Twitter. Um, we're going to be doing some big things, I think, going forward, at least going to be very involved in the 2022 election and uh, prioritizing, prioritizing representatives, senators, and other state and uh, uh, government legislatures that are going to be prioritizing liberty-centered conservatism. And if in, a, in the same way that we've seen activism on Twitter, Bull Moose Project, Lincoln Project, all that kind of stuff, we want to be that only to prioritize individual liberty-centered candidates and individual liberty-centered movements. So I encourage everybody to follow that. Keep following me on Twitter. I'm going to write as much as I can for a liberty-centered conservatism and classical liberalism in, in defending those principles. And uh, just 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 hope that uh, we realize that authoritarianism and interventionism are the wrong way forward. 2022 guys it's right around the corner it's time to start paying attention kenny's already lead the charge but with that being said it's been a great conversation as always thank you for joining us in the program kenny cody thanks for stopping by thank you brian appreciate it brother You've heard the name Ebels, but now you need to remember My Delta 8. From the same people who brought you Ebels, My Delta 8 is Delta 8 THC, offering a semi-sedative physical sensation without the overwhelming mental simulation of Delta 9 THC, resulting in a smoother, much milder experience. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 offer both best quality product and customer service in the industry, from helping manage chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and more. The reviews are in, folks. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 are truly game changers as a natural alternative to big pharma drugs. And hey, yours truly here at the Brian Nichols Show can vouch for the quality of Ebels and my Delta 8 having to deal with a herniated disc in my back, plus years of sports injuries. Ebels and my Delta 8 offer relief where generic medicines simply mask the pain. And did you know you can get Ebels and my Delta 8 delivered right to your door at a special discounted price? That's right. All members of the Brian Nichols Show audience can use promo code TBNS at checkout and boom, discount applied. Again, that's code TBNS at checkout to get the highest quality CBD and Delta 8 THC on the market delivered right to your door. One more time, the code is TBNS at checkout. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up my conversation with Kenny Cody. Yes, Ron Paul was right, and it is important for us to make sure that we are having conversations with all those folks out there, helping them understand how we got here and how we can never get to this point again. If you enjoyed the episode and you thought this was a great tool to help show how to have that conversation, please go ahead, share the episode, and also go ahead, tag yours truly at B Nichols Liberty, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and please be sure to go ahead and tag Kenny his uh, information, if you go ahead and click the artwork there at the Brian Nichols Show, it will bring you right to the episode page where you can not only go ahead and check out Kenny's awesome biography, but also find his social media and you can find the links to all of our amazing show sponsors. Plus, if you click the links right there on the sponsor page, it brings you right ahead to the respective websites with uh, most times the uh, respective codes that you would need in order to go ahead and get a discount at checkout. So make sure you go to briannicholshow.com forward slash sponsors or again, just go ahead, click that artwork right there on your podcast catcher. Otherwise, folks, if you want to go ahead and get in touch with me, shoot me an email, brian at briannicholshow.com. Also, have you had the chance to go ahead and check out, yes, our brand new ebook for easy steps you can implement now to help sell liberty to friends and family well if you haven't shame on you it's free come on folks what's stopping you so head to brian forward slash liberty friends 
ebook or you again briannicholshow.com forward slash sponsors link is right there either way it will bring you to our landing page where just give us your name and email address and boom email you will receive we'll have the ebook right there for you plus you will go ahead and you will get five days a week monday through friday my morning sales huddle where you will get a one-on-one email from me where we'll go ahead just like i do with my sales team every single morning where we discuss various things that will help you be a better salesperson whether it's talking about messages branding, consistency, how to create value, how to peak interest, all those things that make the best salespeople and of course teaching you how to ask great questions. Again, briannicholshow.com. You can sign up for the morning sales huddle right there at the top of the page. Give us your name and email address or if you want to get the ebook as well plus the morning sales huddle briannicholshow.com forward slash liberty friends ebook and a final shout out to our amazing folks who are keeping the lights on here at The Brian Nichols Show. And yes, it is our amazing patron supporters. So shout out to the amazing team of Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Hody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the larger We Are Libertarians Network. Thank you for keeping The Brian Nichols Show, uh, having the chance to reach more and more people. And and I just had a great conversation here with uh, Chris Spangle over at the big channel. Uh, And yes, he is the, the heart and soul of this great We Are Libertarians Network. And we are going through the numbers. And my goodness, guys, you guys have been helping us grow left and right. We're up 11%, I think it was, over the past few a few months or so so keep it up folks let's go um and and hey that means a lot to me so if you want to go ahead and help the show grow head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash support where yes you too can sign up to be a five dollar ten dollar twenty five or fifty dollar per month patron supporter click over to the patreon it will dig through each of the tier levels and show exactly what you get including one-on-ones with yours truly and also if you want to go ahead and make a one-time paypal donation I get it. Sometimes that's the easiest thing to do. 5, 10, 20, whatever it may be. I greatly appreciate it because everything goes right back here into the Brian Nichols show. So if you're interested in helping us reach more people to leave folks educated, enlightened, and informed with the ability to take these ideas that we know will win in the battle place of ideas and show people how to meet people where they're at on the issues that they care about while also knowing our audience and looking at the data to know exactly who we should be talking to, not just based on the fact that they're going to hear our message, but they're going to move. They're going to act. If you want to help us with that mission, briannicholshow.com forward slash support. But hey, folks, that's all I have for you this week. Coming up here on Sunday, we're doing another throwback episode. So again, if you got a candidate you want to hear in the show, Email me, brian at briannicholshow.com, because otherwise our Sunday Candidate Highlight Series is currently on hiatus. So we're going back, yes, to March of 2018. My conversation, I was joined by nephew of famed conservative author William F. Buckley Jr. and former United States Senator James L. Buckley He was the uh, former uh, chairman pro tem of the Federalist Party of America, one William F. Buckley O'Reilly, a great conversation talking about federalism, term limits, the Constitution, and more. So if you want to go ahead and check out that awesome throwback episode from March of 2018, make sure you've hit that subscribe button on your podcast catcher. If you're here on YouTube, hit that notification bell so you're not missing a single time we go live. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off. You're on The Brian Nichols Show for Kenny Cody. We'll see you Sunday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. 
Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Let's sell liberty and look good doing it with Proud Libertarian. Folks, when we're selling liberty, we have to start things off by piquing interest. And what better way to pique some interest than by rocking some amazing apparel from Proud Libertarian. Personally, I'm a huge fan of their Do Good Recklessly t-shirt, but there's more than t-shirts to find from awesome taxationist theft snapbacks to the killer Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death hoodies. Proud Libertarian has all the libertarian swag you need. And guess what? Brian Nichols Show audience members can rock the latest libertarian swag and save some cash on every single order. All you have to do, use code TBNS at checkout and you'll get 10% off your entire cart at checkout. That's right. Each time you order, use code TBNS and you'll instantly get 10% off your entire order. Listen, I am super excited to have Proud Libertarian here as a sponsor of the Brian Nichols Show. So do me a favor. Head over there to Proud Libertarian. Place your order today. Use code TBNS at checkout. Save 10% on your order and help support libertarian entrepreneurs today. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.